Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. Today on Not the Pastor, we get to have a really fun conversation about hospitality at home with our wives, Amber and Joy. In this first part, we're going to talk about some mindsets and philosophy behind hospitality. I'm really excited to share this conversation with some ladies that have taken the biblical mandate to be hospitable to heart and do a great job at it. So let's jump right in. Excited to have the conversation today about hospitality and specifically hospitality in our home. And so Nathan and I had a conversation last week about hospitality at church. And so we're excited about just switching gears a little bit and talking about using that resource that God gives us to raise a family in, that resource that we have to live in and use that as a form of hospitality as well, or as a vehicle for hospitality. But a couple of things that we just want to make sure that we're clear about up front. And so these may come up again. They may not. It's totally, we'll see how it goes, but we want to make sure we say them clearly up front that we understand that there are different people are in different stages. There are different church cultures that there are even different home situations and that all of those things would affect and change how somebody would go about hospitality at their house. And so I want to make sure that we're clear about that. We're going to talk about what, how, how that works at our place. We're going to, the Oxford's are going to talk about how that works at their house, but that's not the only way. And so that's the other thing we want to make sure we say is that while there are different, different ways that hospitality could happen, there's not one right way for hospitality. It is important though, that we understand and know that the Bible does tell us to be hospitable that we're supposed to be the kind of people that can help each other, that can reach out and can spend time with each other. And so however hospitality is working and whatever that looks like in your situation, that's fine. As long as we understand that we're, we're not, we're not over here setting ourselves up as rulers or judges, like this is the only right way, or this is how it should be done. This is what we found helpful. What we find is a good way for us, and we're going to share those things. And then also, that as long as we're working towards that, that idea of hospitality, and we're working towards that, then I think that Jesus can be honored that way, and that's what's most important. Yep. Yeah. So, those are disclaimers we want to make sure to just say right up front. Yes, so. absolutely. Thank you for getting that, that ball rolling there, Thomas. Let, let's start out by talking about just a little bit of philosophy with the ladies here for just a minute, philosophy of, of hospitality. And going into this, just just one more thought. I, I know it's the heart of these ladies that they would not want to come across like we've got it all figured out. Like we, we have all the answers. Like you mentioned, there's different ways to do this, but just that, hey, this is how God, these are some lessons that God has, has taught us. These are some some tips that we've picked up along the way, some mindsets that God has uh, drilled into into our hearts, into their hearts. And so just appreciate the, the heart that these ladies have to just share some of those things that, that could hopefully be a help to, to some others as well. And so as, as we open up this, just talking about some of the why behind, philosophy, behind hospitality, the philosophy there. Uh, Amber, I'd like to start out by asking you a question specifically and it has to do with the, kind of the the state of the home, having this this plan. How how perfect does everything have to be on the home front for you to be able to engage in hospitality? What are what are some thoughts that you have there? Well, um, Brother Nathan, anyone that 
knows me and knows my home, it's never perfect. Uh, okay. <laughs> it um never. Yeah, it's never perfect. Um, I have three children and they're busy and mm. I'm just not very good at being clean. And so I'm really good at cleaning it up, but I'm really good at making messes. Sure. For sure. Um, but I will always think of Bible college days and we got our first apartment and had the most hideous love seat. You know, like the ones that just look dusty because yeah. they're like that dark faded color, yeah. but then they're yeah. like kind of brown too from yeah. like the years. And then I had this really cool chair that I thought was really cool in my dorm room. But like for sitting on it, you had to sit real lightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we get those things. And right. I had lofty thoughts of what my apartment still needed. And Thomas said we were going to have people over. And I was like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> and he said, we're going to use what God's given us now mm. and trust him and use it. He goes, there are single guys at the college that would love to come over and have a home-cooked food, it's good. a home-cooked yeah. meal, even if that meant crisscross applesauce, because it totally happened those first couple oh. of times. <laughs> but we did, and we had people over, and um, it wasn't but a couple, probably even just a couple weeks later after that. We, I was at work one day and Thomas called me. He said he was helping someone move and they couldn't, they were moving into a furnished place. They couldn't take wow. um, their furniture with them. And so I had a matching love seat and a couch and um, some bar stools and a table. And um, those things all went together and matched. Mm. And then I had nice stuff to use. Um, and as a college student, that wasn't, that wasn't in the budget or any time soon. Sure. But the Lord gave it to us yeah. and it reminded me. Um, specifically in that, that we were using what he'd given and that that was, that was why we had it. Mm -hmm. And then we were to continue to use it. And so it's never perfect. The house I live in now is nowhere close to perfect, mm. but I want it to be comfortable. Yes. I want it to, I want to have people in it because I want to have people in my home and build those relationships with them and invest in them. So using what you have there, using what God's given you yeah, and, and maximizing what you have. That's great. Good. Anything else you'd add to that? You should use your own talents that you have with there. The way I cook or do things is not necessarily the way everyone does. Mm. And then just keep working on it. Um, yeah. The first couple of people I had into my home wasn't real awesome. I think we did dessert, actually, a lot. I had people over for dessert go. in yeah. the game because a meal felt a little bit overwhelming. Mm. And probably didn't have that many plates at the time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then um, God's good. And you just keep, you keep growing and you keep yeah. learning and yeah. you keep... And it's cool because you have these people over and you make memories and times yeah. and with them that you wouldn't have made. Yeah. You can't make on a Sunday morning. You can't make right. otherwise. Yeah. No, that, that I love that idea of, of starting where you are. It, it, you, know, you shouldn't wait to do something until it's all perfect. I'm never going to get there. Yeah. And it feels awkward. I go to people's houses and they're much nicer than mine. Sure, sure. And they're much more put together. And it's easy to feel awkward or mm -hmm. to feel like, well, maybe it's, maybe what I have isn't enough and maybe mm -hmm. I shouldn't, but we just do that by faith and yeah. we, we love on people. And one of the easiest ways to do that is in my home. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's great. I love that. Start with what you got, use what God's given you. Uh, moving on to more of kind of the scheduling mindset behind hospitality. Joy, I know you're busy. <laughs> we we lead, lead a busy life. Even the home life is busy. 
have a busy schedule consistently trying to be hospitable. I mean, even, even today it's a joy, it's a blessing, but we had three different ladies over today and it was, it was a, a and crazy us. day. And, yeah. And then got to have our friends and nunneries over as well. And so uh, I, I'm constantly lo- looking at you and saying, Hey, what, what are you thinking? Like, uh, yeah, how do you that's, do that? that's a lot of people, but you, you love it, but, but help us. How, how do you, I mean, in your mind, what are some things that you keep in mind to help balance that? Obviously there's busier seasons today was one of those days, but how do you ba- balance the busy home life with the busy hospitality life as well? Well, I already, you know, as Amber just said, and I loved hearing it, just that reminder that first and foremost, my home was given to me hmm. and what's in my home was given to me to be used for the Lord awesome. and in his work. And so I look at my home and I see it as a tool. And that tool is not only to be used to bless my husband and my children, but also, as the Bible says, in the idea of hospitality in Hebrews, is that it's you, it should be used to bless strangers, mm-hmm. as well as my church family. And then also, I am passionate about using my home to reach the lost. You know what? And when it comes to scheduling, my kids are, are, su- are little, so we don't have school in our lives. Right. We don't have to work right. with that routine. Yeah. And you know, every morning, we play. And then guess what? We get hungry. We eat lunch. And so I see that as a perfect time to yeah. bring in ladies with littles yeah, to true. come play yeah. and then eat. Right. Because we all do those things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's great. I Might love well feeding people. Yeah. And scheduling, too, I just try to keep in mind to keep a day each week that that's my goal for the mm-hmm. day. And Thursdays, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Sometimes that Thursday Th- is This crammed. is a Thursday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I regret sometimes how much comes, how much I put on my schedule. But I always go to bed on Thursday nights, and I, I'm happy that I got to spend time loving on others and using my home to serve and mm. be a blessing to others. Good. Doing life together is an awesome, awesome way to make hospitality work, yep. is doing it with people. It's awesome. I appreciate yep. that a whole bunch. Absolutely. Well, moving right along here, Amber, is, is hospitality ever an inconvenience? <laughs> That's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, the answer yeah. is yes. Well, what, what what mindsets would help us to combat that that frustration um, that might come at times? It's about people and yeah. That's easy to forget because it takes work to mm-hmm. serve people. Mm-hmm. We just heard a sermon about being, having the mind of Christ and serving and that Jesus served. People are what matters, mm. but people often come with, we do mm-hmm. family ministry, mm-hmm. so it comes with children. Mm-hmm. And my kids really like going to other people's houses yeah. and playing with their toys or going mm-hmm. to their grandma's house and playing with her toys, but they really like their stuff mm. the way they want it. Mm. And I am probably the same way. Um, Fortunately, when people come over, they don't usually come mess up my kitchen. That's not, I I do that on my own. But (laughs) we've had, we've had some struggles with some of that kind of stuff in that it's okay that a mess is made. And even if it doesn't get put back right, people are more important than, than our toys and than Mm -hmm. our things. And messes can be fixed. And there's times when we just have to have a little bit of grace. Mm -hmm. My kids are kind of at a weird stage right now. And most of the people that we have into our home are much younger than them. And so they have to take care of their little brother all the time, right? Because it's good for them, builds character. But it's, it's a struggle that many of the people that we get to have into our home, their kids are two and three Mm -hmm. and four and Mm -hmm. five. And they love my kids' toys. Oh, yeah. And they love to play with all of them. Right, right. And so just teaching, it's been really some really good times to teach them 
it's okay that it's a mess. And even if that means that it's a mess when they leave, it's a good time for me to show them I'll help you clean it up and to show them that kind of servanthood. The kids' rooms are on the other side of the dining hall at our house. Gotcha. And so a huge mess can be made in them, which is awesome for the adults because we can sit and talk and they can be pretty loud. Yeah. And until they're like really loud, it's not too bad, right? (laughs) Right. It's like bearable. And so that's a blessing. But there's there's just work that has to be done. But life takes work. Yeah. And it's important to learn those things. It sounds like the the mindset then the, there's certainly frustrations to be had, yes. but if we can remember that people is what's most important, then right. we're gonna we're gonna have the mind of Christ in that way. Yeah. Right? The, I mean, he was a servant. The, the, fact, the fact that we got to serve and that we're working for, with people and for people—that's yeah. uh, that'll help us keep the right kind of mindset. Yeah, I want my kids in those situations, though. Right. Yeah. It's there not it like so. It takes work, and I need that in my life. Yeah. I need to be serving people and yeah. I need to put the work into serving people right. because that's what our Lord did. And yeah. that's where joy is found. Yeah. And then my kids need to learn the value of serving people and yeah. that it is inconvenient and yeah. that it is work, but it, it's the work that Jesus did. And he was certainly inconvenienced yeah. for me. Sure. he was. Yeah. And even if we're not talking about in a spiritual way, I want kids to have the kind of character that value people yep. more than ease and more than their way. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a good transition into Joy, something you and I were talking about. And and just keeping in mind that even our two families are in a little bit different positions because your kids are older than than our kids. We have three under four four and under. And so a little bit different situation when there's messes or uh, things like that at at our home. Joy, how, how, how have you found, what's your mindset when it comes to maybe guest kids coming over, there being messes made, maybe things being broken, even situations like what we've had where maybe a guest child is being too rough, maybe hurting uh, one of our children, which is obviously something to be aware of. How, How have you found, uh, practically that you can still be hospitable, but handle those kind of situations in the moment? Yeah, I really think Amber covered that first part really well, and I would totally 100% agree that when I look around my home, there are quite a few beautiful things, because I love beautiful things. Mm -hmm. But each of those items are not more important than the people that come inside my home. And I have found, too, that I try to spend as little as possible on those things. So if they have to get tossed. (laughs) We love Goodwill. It was from the thrift store, and I probably spent less than $10. So I definitely agree with that, and I love that heart and that mindset. And also it's important to remember that God is blessed by sacrifice, Mm -hmm. and he leans down from heaven, and he smells our sacrifice as a sweet savor, Mm -hmm. and he sees us mamas making sacrifices in our schedule Mm -hmm. to obey his word and his Mm -hmm. commandment of being hospitable, and it's beautiful to him. He cares. But um, I definitely agree with what Amber has said, and that's definitely a heart that I want my children to have, that the people who come in our home are more important than the things. And uh, the second question about (laughs) kids getting beat up, you know, this has been a hard one for us because we've gone through every stage, you know, the stage where I see it happening and I want to be the mama bear that pounces. And then the stage where I'm like, no, my kids need to get over it. That's life. People are going to be rough to them. They can't respond and seek justice. That's God's, that's God's job. But I feel lately I've come to a middle ground of even though I'm in the act of being hospitable and I'm trying to obey and 
please the Lord and do what my husband has asked me to do by opening our home and even something I super enjoy. And I don't let myself get caught up in the moment of it all. And I make sure that first and foremost, I'm being a mother and my children are within sight and mm. earshot. Yeah. So I hear and I can quickly intervene. Yeah. I don't want something to happen that could lead to resentment in my yeah. heart or bitterness yeah. toward opening my home up to others. Yeah. And I don't want my children, though, to be mistreated. So I make sure that I'm on top of that and I'm yeah. observing my children and not getting too caught up in the sweet fellowship. Yeah. Also making sure it's not our kids doing the beating up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. There's more grace when it's yes. someone else's kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But my tendency, I think, would be to think that, oh, I'm, I'm being watchful, I'm being careful because I want, like, super protective of my kids. But actually, I'm in a lot of ways, I want to be protectful of my heart. Mm-hmm. And you said that, yeah. Joy. That's, that's, that's a, a great point. way to, to point out, like, when I, when I get to the spot where I feel like I've been treated poorly or my family has been taken advantage mm-hmm. of, I can get frustrated and bitter. And that certainly yes. leads to the opposite of hospitality yes. yeah. <laughs> and don't want that to happen. Yeah. So, I love okay. how even in First Peter that says to be hospitable without grudging. Yeah. And I think the Lord knew the tendency there <laughs> sure. if our motives and our heart isn't right, but also we need to be wise as we're being hospitable. Make sure we set everybody around us up for success so we're not walking yeah. away grudging. Well, moving moving right along here, Amber, what about school with kids? How, how does that affect or how does that come into play when it comes to hospitality and being hospitable with your home? That was a really hard one for me because, because there's all this time during the day when Thomas is at work and you could do things and... There was a day when I was at the same stage in life that Miss Joy is in with her kids being four and under. Mm-hmm. Mine are 10, the girl is 10 and nine and then two. And so it is different. I, uh, I shake my head every time <laughs> we have that conversation. Like 10 to nine and two. 10 and nine and then two. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> every time. <laughs> It took me a long time to figure out that their school was important. I had a lot of wise people in my church say, but you're doing homeschool and that's what you have to be doing and that that's important. And I, I heard them say that and then I felt like it was my duty or my responsibility then to do all this other stuff too. Honestly, probably didn't get most of that figured out till actually COVID hit and we were just home and we made a new routine where like school happened Monday through Friday and that was what we did. And it helped me a ton to understand what was supposed to be going on in my home and the time I was supposed to be having with my children that I often missed because I was trying to do some of those other things too. So hospitality happens in our home nine out of 10 times in the evening. It doesn't happen um, during the day. Not even like there's sometimes my mom comes over to help me, but not even so much that because it's a, it's a takeaway from what's actually supposed to be going on. And so the kids matter and their education is important and they're now at a spot where they feel like their education is important. Last week I felt overwhelmed with church life and um, getting ready for a big party kind of thing we did. So I took one of the days off and went into town and started working on some of that stuff and my children were super upset with me because they're like, mom, now we're going to be behind. And they, they meet with their teacher on their own, so they have to tell their teacher if they're behind. They're not behind, and I know that. They're ahead. But they are old enough to know that, that their school is important and that that's what kids should be doing. And so when school's done, it's totally fine to have people over. And maybe a late afternoon thing is something that um, as summer comes, um, the pool opens in our backyard. Right. But and, and that probably is affected, too, depending on if 
children are homeschooled or not. Because obviously, yeah. as, as a lot of schools are probably starting to reopen and yeah. uh, th- there, there might be kids who are in Christian school or even public school and there are those situations. And so that, that would be different, obviously. But pr- you're right on probably a lot of the listeners of this podcast would possibly have children that are homeschooled. So this would be right up, that, right up their alley. My husband put in the notes for me to say, and I hadn't said it yet. <laughs> so he's going to push them to me in just a second. But it's really important that the kids don't have to choose between Jesus and what they feel like their responsibilities are. I would tell my children that they are supposed to be diligent at their studies and mm-hmm. that Jesus expects them to work hard at it. Mm-hmm. And so giving them that time and the space to do that right. is super important. Yeah, yeah, good. One of, the, one of the things that I heard often having conversations about school and they would say things like this, well, we homeschool so that it's so flexible so we can do whatever we mm-hmm. want during the day and that gives us the ability to yeah. be super flexible. And flexibility is a wonderful benefit mm-hmm. of homeschooling and it, there is some flexibility there. But we we came to the conclusion while we could be flexible about some times and some we could get an extra day off here or there if we had worked ahead or whatever. Yeah. But school wasn't flexible. Yeah. Like, no. like yeah. learning had to happen. Yes. <laughs> and we yeah. wanted our kids to to be in a spot where they could do that. And yeah. we, I want to set them up for success where they're, wherever they're going to yeah. go. Yeah. And so that means that we're going to make choices about when we are interrupting that. Right. And, and, and so, I mean, that's the, we, we want, we want hosp- hospitality to happen. But I, I, I care about my family even yes. more than yeah. I care about the lunch plan that I could have yeah. with somebody. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to add to that, Amber? Just that I love that Joy's using the season that she's in yeah. because yeah. that's really cool and yeah. um, super important to use the season yeah. you're in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's that's fair too. Is that we can we can be in different spots because we're yes. in different seasons, and yep. that's. That's, I mean, that's the disclaimer we had at the very beginning, right? Yeah. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Hospitality will, cha- will change the yeah. way it looks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's supposed to. I hope you enjoyed this conversation today on Not the Pastor. Next week, we're going to continue to explore this topic and jump into some really practical ways to make hospitality at home easier. I sure hope that you'll join us for the second part of this conversation. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash not the pastor. And we'd really appreciate it if you would go on iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Your ratings help this podcast in a really tangible way. We look forward to our conversation next week. And until then, we're not the pastor.